Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of A Slut With Morals. I'm your host, Ruby. You can follow me on my Twitter at RubyMay1993. My Facebook and Instagram pages are also A Slut With Morals. So, two things I want to address today, since uh, this show is particularly about my terrible dating life. Um, two different dates I went on in the same week with two different guys, um, and I didn't have sex with either one of them. I know. Mind-blowing, right? So, oh my goodness, this may have to be a two-part episode, so you guys, just bear with me. So, the first guy, I'm gonna call him Charlie. Uh, so we kept matching on different dating apps and, uh, neither one of us sent the first message until this last time I was like, Hey, you know what? Let me hit him up. So I did. My message said something like, Hey, we've matched a few times. Why don't we go ahead and see if we're a good fit? So he replies, yeah, what's your number? So next thing you know, we're texting and decide on coffee for Thursday for Thursday. Thursday morning and uh, I had an appointment at noon to get my tattoo shaded in um, and he had a client that he had to go meet so the date went great we're vibing and we kiss a bit we say goodbye um, I go to my uh, you know my fucking three-hour appointment and then I finish running errands uh, I wound up going to work to show my co-workers my tattoo because, uh, you know, that's obviously what you have to do. It's not like I could just pull down my scrubs the next day and be like, yo, guys, check this shit out. Nah. Um, so, you guys, my tattoo artist, his name is on at Saint and Sinners in the Bishop Arts District in Dallas, Texas. Um, it's Saint and Sinners Tattoo Studio. And once again, his name is on, A-N. Um, this is going to be weird, but the zip code is 75208. So, also, currently, I'm saving up for a new tattoo, so any donations can be sent to my cash app at Ruby Darlin. Um, no G, so just Ruby Darlin. Anyway, back to the story. So, Friday, uh, so Thursday afternoon, Charlie and I are, you know, kind of texting on and off, um, a bit back and forth, and then the next day, Friday, I wake up early, I'm chilling with my kids, because, you know, I try to soak up all the good feelings before I gotta go to work. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read you guys our text messages, uh, so you can hear how yours truly gets rejected over the dumbest, most crazy shit. All right, give me a second. I just got to pull up this thread. Hopefully I didn't delete it. No, I did not. So, uh, let's see. So he goes, hey, how's your day? And I said, well, it's too late to call in sick now. And he's like, well, are you sick? I'm sorry. I hope you feel better. And I said, no. I said, I just don't feel like being here today. You know, I'm like, yesterday was such a great day, meaning our date. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, so do you like the tattoo? Did he do a good job? And I was like, yeah. So I sent him the the picture of my tattoo. And he goes, nice job. Well, I hope work goes fast for you tonight. Text me tomorrow and let me know if if we're still on for tomorrow night. So we had originally made plans for Saturday night. 
And I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm thinking I might wear a romper, something that shows off my tattoo, if you don't mind. And he's like, whatever you want. Plus, I get to see more skin. And I was like, oh, yeah, loads of skin. He was like, oh, so loads of skin and lots of kissing, huh? And I was like, and then, um, so that was Friday afternoon, right? So I'm at work at this time. And we're running around crazy because it's fucking Friday. And everybody wants to go to the ER on a Friday so that I guess you guys don't have to go on Saturday. So, like, you know, you're taken care of on Friday so you can, like, do whatever the fuck you got to do on Saturday and Sunday for the weekend. And he goes, anyways, so he goes, he texts me later and he goes, question, uh, would you prefer to meet at the sushi restaurant or meet me at my place and go together? I'm fine with either way, just trying to find a place that's in the area. And, um, you know, so it takes me a minute to get back to him, probably about 10 minutes. And I'm like, your place so I can do my heart, my hair because I shove it up in a bun at work too much. So like it kinks, you know, and he's like, okay. And then he sends me his address and I'm like, awesome. I can't wait to see you tomorrow night. Um, so later on he goes, Hey, don't think I shut you off of Bumble. Um, but all of a sudden I was getting male profiles. So he was like, so I, you know, he's like, I'm rebooting it. He's like, some dude sent me a message. I'm like, Whoa, not happening. And then I went, ha, 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 ha. And he goes, and an ugly dude at that. And I was like, oh, you deserve the prettiest dudes. You know, it's just like trying to make a joke. So he's like, you little fucker. He's like, just for that, I might just like you and want to date you. And all of a sudden he says, do I text you too much? And he says, I have to say, I really had a good time. And it's been a really long time since this happened. And I don't text him back for like another maybe 20 minutes. And I'm like, no, you're good. I just have my phone on silent. I'm at work. He was like, okay, well, you're at work. I'm sorry. Text me tomorrow. And I said, don't worry about it. I'm like, it's a better day today at work. He was like, he was like, how come? And I'm like, well, it's not as hectic, but you know, it's, it's still pretty crazy. Like once after 6 PM, it starts to kind of wind down, you know? And he's like, um, he's like, well, I swiped on you again. He goes, maybe I can get off this site soon. And then I don't get a chance to message him until after 6 PM. And I'm like, hopefully, sorry. And then he says, sorry, was that stupid that I said that? And I'm like, dude, Charlie, you know, be yourself. Like, we just got to make sure that we're a right fit, you know? And he goes, yeah, I guess I'm just, I might be too needy. And I'm like, not at all. You're wondering the right things, you know? And he goes, yeah, it happens a lot. I usually find the ones that are not really needy or not really ready or not interested in something serious because of their ex. COVID has really done a number on me. I'm sorry. You probably might want to cancel. So once again, it takes me a minute to answer. And then I'm like, not at all. I'm actually really looking forward to it. And he goes, I think you would be better off. I'm sure you have a lot of other guys not as needy. Sorry. And at this point, you guys, I'm on my lunch break. But I finally, like, read this message. And I'm like, so you're canceling on me. And he goes, I think it would be best. I think I'm a little too needy. And I get the vibe you are a lot more independent, which is totally fine. And I was like, well that fucking sucks. Like, uh, the fuck, you know, like literally just two hours ago, you were all about it, you know, and now you're just like being so weird about it. And I go, sorry, I guess I needed more interaction via text. Not now, but earlier since the date and didn't really get it. I felt like I only heard from you because I texted first. I'm not mad. I'm being honest and telling you my thoughts. <sighs> God, this is fucking dumb. 
And he says, so, and then, so I said, so, I mean, not to make you feel bad about your feelings, but that's definitely something that you should be able to talk to me about, not just cancel the day, you know, because that's something that I can work on. And I said, and I feel like I text you back pretty quickly unless I'm at work. And if we're supposed to be building something together, you should be able to tell me what you're feeling so I can fix it if I can, which is guys, that's literally like an adult relationship. You know, if you tell them something and they're able to fix it, uh, and they're willing to fix it, it's fucking great. That's, that's maturity right there. All right. And he goes, I just don't get the vibe that, uh, there's the exact same excitement or interest and that is totally okay. So I just know that my personality needs and I don't want to waste your time or mine. As we get older, you learn your musts. Oh, by the way, you guys, this guy is like 24 years older than me. Um, and he goes, I really had a good time and the kissing was great, but the lack of interest, i.e. Ask, not asking me questions, nothing. Again, I'm not mad, nor do I think poorly of you. I just based on the date, I would have gotten more interest through texting about getting to know me. That's all. I'm not like a lot of guys. I don't just look for sex or act crude or disrespect women with inappropriate comments. And he's like, nothing is broke. I just don't get the vibe you want to get to know me. Again, I'm needy, probably a red flag. You should run, LOL. And at that point, I'm like driving back from getting my food, you know, because I only, you know, I only have a couple minutes left on my fucking break to be able to eat. And so I'm reading it and I'm in traffic and I'm rolling my eyes because it's fucking hot. And I went, you know what? I respect your decision. And he goes, thank you. So then I don't hear anything from, I don't hear like anything from him from the rest of the night, right? And that was Friday. So Saturday morning at eight o'clock in the fucking morning, he goes, sorry about yesterday. My dad died Thursday night. Uh, that was the day that we went on our fucking date. It was, this was, this is where it gets weird, you guys. And he goes, my dad died Thursday night and I just had the worst day and needed someone to talk to. I apologize for being so emotional. Hope you have a good day. And guys, I had no, like, I didn't know what the fuck to say to that. You know, like, you literally just rejected me for being too independent and not clingy enough or needy enough. And now you're telling me that you were being emotional because your fucking dad died. That, literally, that night after our date. And what? Like, that's fucking weird, right? Anyway, so later on at about three o'clock, he goes, no response. Okay, see, that's what I mean. Well, I wish you the best. I'm sure you already have a date set up. Okay, first and foremost, Charlie, yeah, I did. Because when you fucking cancel on me, I'm on to the next. I bounce back fast, darling. Okay, I'm not going to sit around and I'm not going to wallow and I'm not going to fucking, if you don't fucking want me because I'm too independent or what the fuck or whatever have you, you know, that's fine, dude. It's fucking fine. But there's going to be someone out there that actually likes their women non-psycho and non-clingy and non-toxic. And that person is going to be the right person for me. Anyway, so a little bit after 3 o'clock, I see the message. And I walk over to my coworker and I'm like, bro, look at this shit. So she's reading the message and she's like, yo, that's weird. And I was like, Charlie, this is something we have to talk about over the phone, not in a text message. I said, I'll call you on my lunch break. And he was like, okay. Then he says, listen, all I wanted to 
All I wanted was to say I apologize. You could have acknowledged it is all. And I said, you know what? I didn't actually know how to respond. And the reason I suck at texting is because I can't see facial expressions, body language, or convey tone of voice. And I feel as though conversations are better had face-to-face instead of on a screen. And I said, you know what? Maybe I'm old school like that. And he goes, fair enough. So later on, I call him during my, my lunch break. And I'm like, so what the fuck happened? And he's like, well, I mean, you know, like my dad died. And I said, right. I said, do you want to talk about it? He's like, no, I don't want to talk about my dad dying per se. But I really did just want to talk about anything to like get it off my head. And I'm like, okay, well, I understand that. But you also could have texted me and been like, hey, my father passed away. Could you please like call me or something? Like, I want to talk to you. I want to talk about anything other than thinking about this. And you guys, I would have totally been down for that. Like, I'm not the kind of asshole that you say this to and then I fucking ignore it. You know, like, well, obviously I did ignore it from him, but it was because he had acted such a way towards me that I was like, what? Right? Who the fuck does that? Like, who says, yeah, my parent died. Anyway, while we were on the phone, he was like not in a rush to tell me, hey, I'm on my way back to Boston for my dad's funeral or anything like that. Like, he was being so nonchalant about his father's death, you know? And that to me was a fucking red flag. Like, I'm like, yeah, this dude's probably a liar, a gaslighter, and a master manipulator. So I'm not going to fucking go down that road. Um, and then so we hang up um, and he's like, you know what, sweetie, just go ahead and call me if you want to hang out later today. And I never responded. Like, I never messaged back because I'm not going to do that at all. All right, so, uh, yeah, it's utter bullshit. I know. I know. So, all right, date number two. Uh, We're going to call this guy Tommy, all right? So, after Charlie canceled our date for Saturday night, um, Tommy and I had already been talking, but this was just kind of like one of those things where you... um, Where, you know, it's kind of like a backup date. Oh, and that sounds fucking horrible. I know it does, but sometimes you gotta have to have it. Like, I knew some shit was gonna go down to where the point, it wasn't gonna go perfectly, you know? Um, so I already had a backup. Sorry, it's my Saturday night. My kids are with their dad. I'm gonna have fun, alright? Anyway, so, Tommy, um, so we make a date for Saturday night. And we're in Deep Ellum, which is, um, which some spots are still open. Now, we're going to this Latin bar called Vidora. Um, but due to capacity, there was, like, a one-hour wait. So, we went to the Anvil Pub. And I had two drinks. And once again, like, you know, me and him kissed. Um, we, he walked me back to my car. We kissed again. Um, on the way there, though, like, to my car, he had done this weird thing where he kind of mentioned and I guess because he thought I was drunk or something that he thought I didn't hear it or or whatever but um he he said this weird comment that was like that was like uh normally after I get what I want I end up ghosting people and uh and that kind of like set a weird tone with me you know like I was like uh what what'd you say but then he didn't repeat himself. So, because I remember looking up at him and being like, what? Nothing. Anyway, so, um, so that night, you know, I drive home. I, 
once I'm home, I think him for a great night and then total complete silence. Um, I fall asleep and then the next day he messages me, but it's not as enthusiastic, you know, like, uh, we make plans for Monday night, Monday night comes and nothing, no messages literally after like 5 PM. Um, so, uh, another one bites the fucking dust, you know, trust me. I want to scream as badly as you do. Uh, mostly just like a huge, what the fuck, you know, like that's what, what impossible. So moving on, as you know, most of my topics come from questions. My followers ask my advice on still mostly confused as to why you guys chose me, but thank you. So here goes topic. Number one, affection and PDA which stands for Public Displays of Affection. My opinion on this is so simple. As long as children aren't around, kiss the fuck out of me. Rub my ass, put your hand in my back pocket, hold me, hug me, kiss my neck, play with my hair, hold my hand. You know, you guys, being in a relationship, make your partner feel wanted and desired. Like, I do understand there are people that are really more low-key on that type of stuff, and, and all I can say is, like, respect that person's boundary. Um, you know, a lot of people grew up in, like, strict households where where that was not the norm. Like, they didn't see mommy and daddy show affection towards each other, so to them, it's, like, fucking weird, right? Um, or, or they just they just respect a little bit, you know, like, more intimacy behind closed doors. Um, so, so just respect that fucking boundary. Like, you don't have to push it. Just be like, okay, all I, she, she wants me to do is just hold her hand. That's it. Just do that. Just hold the hand. So on to the next question. How long should you wait to have sex with someone new? Honestly, when it feels right. If you are the type of person that can do the five date thing and then plan sex, go for it. Uh, but I'm more the kind of person where if we're vibing and I enjoy you and you enjoy me, why not enjoy each other? Now, this isn't, this isn't like first date stuff, obviously. If I'm trying or we are trying to build a foundation and we're getting to know each other, it definitely won't be on the first date. Um, maybe third, fourth date-ish, uh, but even then it still has to be like spontaneous and passionate. Like, it can't be, uh, you know, like planned. I, I don't understand people that plan sex. How do you plan sex? I don't get it. Um... I mean, like, I've had hookups that go on for months, uh, but there's, but those always turn into, like, situationships where I'm left in the dark while they're dating other people out and about, you know, and then, uh, yeah, they're still fucking me, uh, secretly, and I'm fucking over it, uh, so we're gonna, you know, uh, flashing back to our favorite character, Jordan the Enema, um, the last time I saw him, I looked down at his sheets, and there was legit cum stains. And I was like, uh, something you want to tell me? And he goes, oh, that's from, like, a while ago. Like, ten days ago. And I remember thinking, okay. And then I left. Like, I just fucking left. Um... See, the, the gaslighting only works for so long, and the manipulation and the I'm sorry's get old really fucking quick. Uh, red flags aren't fucking cute at all. They're extreme deal breakers. Uh, I, I don't want to invest my time in someone that at the end of the day 
only tells me what I want to hear and it isn't genuine. Uh, so here we go into our third topic. Dating when you are finally comfortable and ready to actually start dating. And I think the this answer depends on your mentality and your emotional state of being. Can you have a conversation without bringing up your ex? Can you listen to music without remembering them and getting angry or becoming emotional? Can you bang I'm sorry, can you hang out with the same group of friends and be happy for them if they moved on? Can you order your favorite food from y'all's favorite food joint and not miss them? See, because I was with the same man for over 11 years and I can do all of that. Yeah, I have memories and sometimes I'm like, damn. But most of the time, even though this dude hates my guts, I wish him love and happiness and peace and all the good things I was at the very beginning of our relationship. I want him to find his great love. Mostly, I hope that when he finds her, he keeps his promises. I hope to God that he doesn't hold grudges against her. I hope he learns to let things go and really forgive and learn to ask for forgiveness. That he can support her being happy and that he can never go to sleep angry at her the way he did me. I pray, legit you guys, I pray that he realizes what he has and does everything in his power to keep her and never lose her. That she never goes one day seeing how cold and heartless he can be. That she never goes to sleep at night wishing he would put away his pride, hold her, and make sure she never feels so alone and miserable, merely inches away from him. If you are not at that stage where all you want is for them to be truly happy and to learn from their mistakes and be a better human in general, you should not seek a new relationship. All you will do is take toxicity and bitterness into a new relationship with someone who doesn't need to fix you. It's not their job to fix you. Um, the only thing that you should be doing is focusing on yourself. Go back to school, do some volunteer work, pick up a hobby, spend time with friends, your kids, your family. Also, if you're tired of meaningless sex and want intimacy, that may be another reason to maybe start seeking an actual relationship. So here comes the very last topic of today's episode, which correlates with the last question. Dating someone that's waiting until marriage. But see, I have two answers for this. One, are they a virgin? If so, sorry, I can't fucking do it. Two, are they just celibate until they find someone worthy? Because here's where it correlates with the last question. Men, women, the other 74 genders, you have to have your hoe phase. You have to figure out what you like in and out of bed before tying the knot. 15 to 20% of marriages are completely sexless, meaning these couples only have sex one to two times every six months, and these couples are under the age of 40. 2% are entirely sexless, and at least 20% have sex less than once a month. So imagine you waited your entire life to marry someone that loves being puked on or shat on. You know, like that was just their kink, which granted, I have found that if you date a guy or girl with a fetish and you let them go for it with you instead of freaking out and telling them they're gross, um, you know, they like, they appreciate it more and they appreciate you more. For example, a foot fetish. Um, I had a guy continuously buy me heels, always um, offered to rub my feet and always paid for my pedicures. Um, I even got used to him sucking my toes during sex. Like, and then I ended up enjoying it. If he's into tying you up, you'll never have to purchase a rope for your pe- for your kids' piñatas ever again. If he's into lingerie, all Victoria's Secret expenses come from him. You have to learn what you what you do and do not like before you are a hundred percent committed to the one person for the rest of your life. Sex is totally and absolutely about communication and gratification for yourself and your partner. <laughs> 
So do I think you should date someone that's waiting for marriage? Sure, if that's what you want and believe. Do I believe you shouldn't? A hundred fucking percent. Sorry, based on my experiences, understanding yourself and your partner's needs and expectations hold so much more value in the long run. Like so much more value, you guys. Respect each other and have those boundaries, you know? Fuck, I felt like I just talked a whole fucking mile a minute. Sorry if I did. I thought I was going to run out of time, and so I was just trying to fucking get through it. So that is my bad. But all right, you guys, it has been an absolute pleasure being your host. Please be safe, wear a mask, and wash your hands. Bye.